Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Spirit School. I have a very special guest today, Natasha Mack. Say hi, Natasha. Hi. Hi. So I just want to explain how I met Natasha, which is very synchronistic, of course, on Instagram. I think I started following people who follow people who mentioned her. And of course, I just follow that rabbit hole and you meet some of the coolest people that way. Uh, we're both uh, loyal members of Dollar Moon Club, of which you are a contributor. And I know I've mentioned that a few times on the podcast, but it's pretty much the coolest corner of the internet. You have to go check it out. I'm always talking about it. It's like the best Facebook group you could ever imagine. <laughs> the best Patreon account you could follow especially if you're into astrology mm -hmm. um sex like yes <laughs> gay conversations like you just want to totally be yourself it's the best corner of the internet so me and natasha met through dollar moon club as well and then lo and behold <laughs> that we have the same mediumship mentor yes and i was like blown away and so there's a lot of connections between us so i was very excited to have you on the podcast because i think you have a lot of offerings for the world that um like I'd never heard of before I started following your Instagram. And I know that um, the people who listen to spirit school will be super curious about it. So I just want to give it to you. Who are you? Um, what do you love? How did this all start? And let's go from there. Okay. Sounds good. Um, well, yeah. So my name is Natasha and, um, Oh my God, we're probably going to have, my brain is like squirrel. So we'll probably have to stick with one question at a time. <laughs> For sure. Who are okay. you? <laughs> who am I? <laughs> so, um, um, who am I? Even that's a really big question. <laughs> we well, so live in I'm, Canada. I live in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm from a small town in uh, Northern Ontario, Canada, and I'm a mom of four. Um, um, Oh my goodness. What's your big three signs? My big three signs. Oh, sun, moon, well, I'm rising. I'm Aries sun, yeah. <laughs> Aries rising, and a Virgo moon. So, yes, very, that, yeah. But I've been told my, um, my Aries is super watered down. People don't actually expect me to be that because yeah. my son is in the 12th house. So I have a lot of like, um, Pisces energy kind of watering down that fire. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, definitely. I love Aries too. So very <laughs> cool. So you are a psychic medium. Yes, and I am. So I'm curious, uh, people love hearing people's origin stories. Like when did you know you were a psychic medium? And when you found out you were a psychic medium, what did that mean about like your upbringing and your childhood? Okay. So, um, I didn't find out that I was, um, actually I found out I was a medium before I found out I was psychic, which normally it's the other way around. Um, I think I was just so, I don't know if the right word is naive. I just like, didn't realize like that's what had been happening my whole life. So basically my big awakening happened during my fourth pregnancy, <laughs> um, with my fourth child. And after I had her, I started noticing my anxiety becoming like, that's something I've always struggled with, but it was like, it was so much worse than it had ever been. And I noticed when I was around people, my whole brain would just like be wiped clean, especially in public. My mind would just be like wiped clean of all my thoughts. And I would f feel like anxiety, like like almost like a panic. Um, and so I started just kind of like staying away from people. I thought it was a sign that like, um, 
you know, my anxiety is just worse and I just need to accept that. Um, so anyways, eventually, um, I met up with, um, a close friend of mine who, um, told me that she went to this like in-home mediumship like group thing, um, where the medium taught them about psychometry. And so she was telling me about it. And you know, when you hear about something and it just like speaks to you, like it just speaks to your soul. Yeah. Your soul well, recognizes it. Yeah. Yes. So there's that feeling of like, Hey, that sounds like something I need to try. So sure enough, I go ahead and try uh, holding on to this object that actually belonged to my um, grandfather who had passed on. And so I was like, let's just see if I can connect with him. Um, anyways, and I just knew what to do. I knew to pay attention to what I felt, what I heard, what I, what I saw, what I knew. And so I wrote down all this information and the weird thing about it is that it actually turned out to be it wasn't my grandfather. I ended up connecting with one of my grandmother's friends who had passed on, which is strange because the whole point of psychometry is reading the energy of the object. But I think what happened is that I had just tuned in. And so someone came through um, and I was able to get that information validated. So um, I ended up practicing with other objects and it's almost just like, my soul recognized what was happening. I knew exactly what to do. Um, and I, uh, eventually didn't need an object. I started having, um, you know, past loved ones from, from people, um, just coming through to me to deliver messages. And that's just basically how it all started. But, um, as you probably know, once you figure out like, oh, hey, I'm a psychic medium, you kind of connect the dots of your life. And so I started going back to childhood like, holy crap, this is, this is something that has been there all along. And I didn't, I didn't realize it. Like I didn't know how to talk about it or what was actually happening. Um, so yeah, I, I realize now just how sensitive to energy I used to be as a child and just how I knew things. And I was terrified of sleeping at night. Did mm. you experience that? Oh as yeah, a absolutely. Me and my brother shared a room for 12 years. He was incredibly <gasps> psychic and like, would see my grandmother like with his naked eyes and I'm hiding in the blankets. I'm like, I don't want to see you. I'm like, oh I know you're here. I don't want to see you. And we couldn't agree. He wanted the door closed. I wanted it open. Like yeah. I was terrified of sleeping as a child. And you know, a couple of things that you hit on, that I think people would be interested in is a lot of people mistake anxiety, like ADHD yes. um, with actually feeling the presence of energy and spirit. You could be feeling the energy of this person next to you, of the person you're communicating with, or somebody actually in spirit. I think, um, I don't know how it is for you, but leading up to a reading, like I almost feel like throwing up, like the anxiety yeah. reaches like this level where I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to throw up. And I used to mistake that for getting sick. And I'm like, no, that's my nervous system kind of like preparing to connect, right? Yes. And then the other thing I want to say too, so psychometry which you explained is it was is the ability of like holding an object and reading the information right. off of it so if anybody listening watches hollywood medium you watch tyler henry that's how he works he holds an object he's able to get a ton of information one thing too that you mentioned on your instagram the other day was that you also like me identify as being i i don't know if it, it's just fair to say but mostly clairsentient right yeah. which makes sense with that psychometry 
So with the clairsentience, which is that clear feeling, do you find you get like more drained? Do you find that you can work less because of that ability? Definitely. Um, I, so I know that there's so many things you can do to kind of like, you know, protect your energy so you're not being drained and um, making sure you're closing up your aura so that you're not always open. So you're not always like receiving that, that energy from other people and everything. But <laughs> for me, um, I feel like it doesn't matter what I do. It's just my most powerful sense. I can meld. So I can, yeah. The, in, in case people don't know what the word meld is, like the way you connect with a spirit just so deeply, like a past loved one, I can connect with another human who's still living in that way. So I can actually take on their thoughts, their their emotions, their pains, and that's how um, I read energy. But we'll get into that, I'm sure. Yeah, um, no, I'm super curious about that too. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm really, really interested in that, but I want to go back to like childhood here for a second too. Um, you know, so we have very similar stories. Like my ability came out after the birth of my first child. Now oh. I have been told since I was 17, I'd be a medium by every reader I ever saw, but I never believed anyone. Cause I mean, oh I drank a lot. I'm like, I smoked a lot of pot. I'm like, I was like, <laughs> not pure. I'm like, angels are not going to talk to me. Trust me. <laughs> And that was my perception until I had my daughter. And much like you, it's like the rest of my life kind of made sense. So as a child, you were scared of the dark. Um, Did your parents believe in this kind of stuff? Were they spiritual? Were they supportive? So I actually grew up going to church every Sunday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm very Catholic. Um, and, And my parents never really spoke about, about experiences like that. Um, Oh, I'm blanking out. <laughs> what was the question again? I was just wondering more about like the childhood if like, you know, looking back, okay, these are my abilities. Like, okay, right. my childhood makes sense now. Like what were a couple of the experiences or even an experience that you had as a child that um, makes sense now? So, um, well, actually going back to the the topic of being so scared in the night, I actually remember hearing spirit outside of me. So mm-hmm like clairaudiently, but like on the outside of my ear. Um, and I used to get poked a lot or I'd have like the blankets ripped off of me, like things like that. Um, so, oh, um, so yeah, there was those experiences, but I feel like for me, so many of the connections that I made like to my childhood is just my deep ability to feel so much. And that was like, that's been a theme since um oh my god since I can remember just that part of me like just knowing things that I shouldn't have known or or, um um like premonition type stuff yes and like knowing things about people like without them telling me or if they were lying I could literally feel that there was something else hiding behind that lie um yeah. And just visions. Oh my goodness. Like, so, um, I've always been very much like a very imaginative person, uh, did a lot of daydreaming. Yes. <laughs> and, um, so I started to notice like just how many times where I would see something in my mind, but then it would actually end up happening or, um, meant something later on. Yeah, um, I love that because I think a lot of people will be able to hear that and be like, yeah, no, that happens to me too. <laughs> I'm like, yes, we are all intuitive and very curious. 
So then we kind of like fast forward and like you have your fourth child. How many kids do you have? I have four. Four, okay. Yes, that's it. <laughs> You're stopping at four. Okay. Good stopping for you. at four. No more. <laughs> so there's a few things I want to ask about that because I love talking to moms who are mediums. I actually thought about naming the podcast Moms Who Medium because I have found, we talked a little bit about this before the episode aired, but like as a mom of two young children, like my kids are five and three, um, they're always sick. I am always getting sick. I like book out. I used to book out a year and a half in advance and now I can't do that anymore. I'm like, I only open up sessions like once a month, um, for a month because I can't plan that far. I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be flu season. (laughs) You know, we had strep throat three times last year. I had to take four months off readings. Like you never know what's going to happen. So these are like kind of like complexities as healers that we encounter when we're professional mediums. And so I'm kind of curious to talk to another mom who does this profession. You're full-time, right? Like this is your full-time gig. Yes, this is my what full-time What is it like gig. being a mom doing this full-time <laughs> with well, no kids? you mentioned being drained a lot. So <laughs> not only am I drained from being such a clairsentient being um, and being so open all the time, but I'm also very drained from just regular mom life. So like if I could, if I could have coffee in an IV, like, if <laughs> like coursing through my veins, that would be great. Um, but yeah, I feel like my biggest struggle has been trying to find balance between mm. work and family. Um, so I actually, I, I only do sessions like, um, a few days a week or like at the most probably three days a week because I need those, those breaks to like recharge or like catch up on housework or like, (laughs) you know, things like that. Um, I still haven't gotten the hang of like pre-planning meals, you know, like you're supposed to apparently when you're a mom, (laughs) but I am like slowly, I feel like I'm slowly getting the hang of it. I feel like this year has been, um, like that's been a huge, um, uh, like that's been highlighted for me, like finding more of that balance. Um, between the two it's definitely tough when like one of the kids gets sick and they need to stay home from school and then I kind of have to um, you know reschedule with clients or something like that but luckily I have the most understanding clients I absolutely love them so much Um, and luckily my kids don't get sick often so that's Mm. really good (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just going through this now because I got super sick this week and last week and I had these clients and I had to reschedule them last month because I got sick. Mm -hmm. And then sure enough, during the week I rescheduled them too. I got sick again. Um, And so I hear you. And because you got a Virgo moon, I have a Virgo sun. We're a bit of people pleaser. We want things to be perfect. When we get caught off guard and things don't go as planned, we kind of like crumble a little bit. Um, So I have a really hard time with that. That's probably my number one challenge in my business. Also, I don't know about you, but my husband is not supportive of my mediumship practice or business, unfortunately. Um, He doesn't believe in it. And so I myself try to fit in my readings. Um, I went down to part-time at work so I could make more space for this and I try to do it during school hours as much as possible keep the peace allow that balance yes um so is your husband your partner like supportive of this yes actually I am oh my god um this is the part where I may start crying <laughs> <laughs> um oh squirrel anyways um there's literally a squirrel inside. literally <laughs> um so yeah my husband I'm I'm very 
very fortunate because I know that this can be very challenging, right? Having like, if, if your husband isn't, isn't open or, or into that, um, this is like a tough business to be in if you don't have that, that, that support. Um, but yeah, I do. He is very, very supportive. Um, he, I feel like he's, you know, he's very empathic and kind of has his own, uh, his own abilities. Not that he's open to discovering those. I just know that they're there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm, he's that honestly, I wouldn't be able to do this without him, especially having four children. I'm, I'm, mm. I, I'm like you were, I will do, I only do my sessions during, um, school hours. Also, I used to do my sessions only in the evenings and that was like, no, like, you know how tired you are in the oh. evening. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm like, I'm lucky if I can stay up an hour past my kid's bedtime. Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> I just, I was like, no, something needs to change. So I started doing my sessions only in the, during the day, which also helps I find with the balance of home, family, you know, and business. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely grateful. Yeah. Um, and supportive. Yeah. I think for me, it's like, I don't want my husband to believe, like I, I'm not here to convince him that mediumship is right. real. Like he's happy living his life thinking that we'll meet when we go. Right. I'm happy knowing that life continues yeah. to their own. I think for him, because I was doing so much on weekends, so much in the evenings, it was like really kind of like pulling me away from the family. That and in truth, sense. like I got sick last year because I was trying to do everything. And I find right. myself dipping into that pattern every once in a while and I have to get like a reality check. Okay, no, don't commit to too much. Yes. Don't commit to too much. Um, okay, so two more things I really want to talk to you um, about today. One is the development path. I'm kind of curious. So like after your fourth child, you had you signed up for this class. Like have you always had a mentor? Like what has your development path been like? So um the first little bit of my development I just focused on practicing but like in a way that was just very intuitive for me um, and doing like a lot of research on my own. But then it came to the point where like, okay, like how am I going to get to the next level? Like I'm ready to kind of take this seriously. And that's when I met um, Lindsay Marino. So drawn to her energy. Like, she's so I took sweetest. her. Oh, she's, she's so freaking sweet. So she was the mentor I was drawn to because as you know as like a lot of people listening probably know there are so many mentors out there so it can be kind of hard to figure out okay like who's the right one for me but honestly I think it's just you feel in energetically to like what feels right for you right so yeah my um I I'm so grateful for um her uh beginners class um and then, you know, I had a coach after that to kind of help me go even deeper with things, but just in life in general too. Um, and for my healing. And then I ended up doing another course with, with Lindsay to her next level one. I'm in that one right now. Oh yeah. It's great. So good. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I even have a coach again now. I feel like I feel like de- when you're developing, it's it's important to find that sense of community, mm-hmm. right? Like um, like-minded individuals, and and having that support of some sort of mentor, whether it's like you know an actual mentor or a coach or of some sort, just to help you um, 
okay, wait, now, now spirits like mention how lonely it can be in this business. <laughs> yep. Because it can be like, I, I don't know about you. I live in a rural area. Okay. There's you, I can't, there, there's no one else. Uh, doing this sort of thing. Yeah, me too. I'm in a small town. I'm sure that there's other mediums here, but like I'm kind of known as like the town witch. Now there's tons of healers here. Don't get me wrong. I'm in Hero Central. I don't need, like I'm Squamish medium, um, but I don't know if there's many or any other people doing mediumship readings like in my little town. So I totally totally get you. Yes. So when I was just, especially when you're just starting out and just trying to like figure things out. Like now where I am at, I, I've been able to find um, in, like just incredible people in my community or like in the surrounding communities. Mm-hmm. Like now I'm aware of them, but back then when you're just starting out and you have so much fear and like even coming out of the closet can be like so nerve wracking. That was very difficult for me. Um, oh crap. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> No, you you found the community and you said that it was spiritual right. you, that it was quite a lonely journey too. Yes. Yeah. It started off very lonely. Um, and just, I think it was the fear that created so much of that loneliness too. Like that fear of reaching out, that fear of like talking about it, um, or like the fear of being seen and what are people going to think? Like, are they going to go on a witch hunt or it's like, <laughs> that was like a legit fear for me. <laughs> Yeah, I could imagine. And, you know, I think a lot of women who are stepping into their own power and there's more of us now, we do have that kind of like DNA cellular level healing to do around the fear of persecution, around the fear of seeing other women as being threatening. Um, You know, this, you know, back in the witch trials, we used to name each other to try to save ourselves. And there is still like this underlying current that we're trying to break through now. Like, I'm so happy to be a woman coming through at this time in history because like, I'm ready to heal this shit right? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. No, I totally, totally get that. Now, what was one of like, what was one of like the insecurities that came up on your development path and like, have you overcome it? Does it still creep in? Like mine was always around being wrong. Like it kept me from doing readings. Like, and that's my Virgo son, 110% where I was like, if it's not going to be perfect, I'm not even going to try. Right. Right. (laughs) <laughs> that's my Virgo, which is like such a curse for people who are mediums and Virgos. Right? <laughs> God, that's Virgo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could totally relate. Um, so for me, okay, wait, what was the question again? I swear I'm present. That's just how my brain works. No, it's- no, it's all good. It was around um, what went developing, like what was one of your insecurities that came up oh, and that you had to kind of overcome? Um, okay, yes. Yeah. So for me, it was that fear of being seen. Mm. Um, and also, um, so like before we started recording and, and I told you about my inner critic that's in the back of my mind, um, it's like I had, or I'm working through it, but this feeling that like people wanted me to like hurry, um, to like get to the point or like, um, another thing is like the, oh my God, the horrible feeling of just not being good enough, not giving enough. Like in the back of my mind, it was like, am I giving them their money's worth? Oh my God. Am I giving them like what, what they need? Like it was, it was so much of this like lack mentality of like, I'm not good enough. I'm not able to give them what they need. I'm not going to um, give a good enough reading. Like, so that's something that I, like was really hard on me. Um, 
and and I feel like it it got in the way of a lot of things, but it also like working through it has taught me so much. Yeah. No, I that is very insightful and I definitely can experience that as well. Mm-hmm. I think I had one client 2 years ago who paid me my my greatest compliment and I know in our line of work like somebody told me before if you're looking for a job where everyone's like good job you did great like this is not it right like, <laughs> I don't know about you but sometimes like I never hear from a client again and sometimes that's a good thing but yeah. I know for us because we work with the world of intangibles we're like I need feedback. <laughs> like you don't want to be reaching for the validation, but the validation helps. And I remember um, at a doctor actually sit with me uh, two summers ago and she said, you know, Danielle, if you charged me double what you charged me. I would have found value in it still. And I was like, to me, that was like one of the greatest compliments I'd ever received yeah. as a medium. Cause that always comes up for me too, because I mean, people used to book for me for 20 bucks and then now I'm like 150. Yeah, exactly. At price now for a year and a bit, I feel like I'm needing to increase it again because you can feel that um, energy exchange imbalance, yeah. right? Um, but raising your prices mm-hmm. is always super hard. So, okay, that's really interesting. And thank you for sharing that. And I completely agree. There's so yeah. much to learn through working through it. I'm a oh, flighter, mm-hmm. like, you know, the fight, flight, or freeze. I'm like a flighter. If things don't go wrong, I'm like, hey, I'm going to refund everyone and just like take oh. a <laughs> <laughs> right. But I'm like, no, Danielle, work through this. Like keep going. Yeah. So Lindsay always says, she's like, Danielle, don't take a break. Just keep going out there. Keep going out yeah, there. Keep going. It's a great teacher in that way. For sure. Um, and I wanted to say too, what you mentioned about building that community. I have found the community that Lindsay had built, um, that we're part of, um, has been one of the biggest impactful things in my mediumship because Um, I do have a couple medium friends, but not many and not many that um, are willing to be as equally vulnerable as me. And so I find that that group has completely um, opened me up um, in a way that is beautiful. And I'm really happy to be part of that. So, and I'm happy that you're in that and we're together in that and it's (laughs) very supportive. It's very, um, I love it. I love it. I love it. People don't feel like in competition with each other at all. (laughs) There's nothing ugly about it. So I agree about the community. So now I kind of want to get through to what you offer the world because I was so curious about these energy scans that you do. And I imagine as a clairsentient, I just want to know all about this. And then I want to talk about your books too. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) Everything, all the things. So talk to me. All the things. (laughs) So yeah, aside from my mediumship sessions and intuitive guidance sessions, um, I offer these things called energy scans and, oh, they've grown so much. Like it started as one little thing like me. So yeah, might as well, why not go back like to the beginning? Does that sound good? Of course. Okay. And how they've grown. So I I ended up having a reading before and uh, by a woman who uh, channels from Archangel Raphael. No, one of the Archangels, Archangel Raphael, I believe. Yeah. Um, Healer one. Or Gabriel. There we go. Archangel Gabriel, the messenger. She came up this morning for me. Funny enough, you say that. Like I pulled a card for Lindy before we hopped on and it was Archangel um, Gabriel. (sighs) So interesting. That is so interesting. Yeah. I feel like they're a lot more present lately. I've been getting so many signs. Um, so yeah, she told me that I was like aligned with Archangel Michael. Like there was no work that I'd need to do. Like I was just, that's someone who was very present around me. Um, which is interesting because the name Michael has been so heavy in my entire life. 
-hmm. like I'm not it's it's just been like a weird thing so I do feel like he's always been there um anyways so I started working with him channeling from him and and received a lot of information about like um just energy and how we can hold like um emotions in certain areas of our of our bodies um and uh you know once i started learning more about the chakras i went even deeper so i did a lot of practicing of like um energy work on someone who's very close to me uh who actually struggled very badly with um addiction and 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 had some like um um other other issues like with that so um anyways there was just incredible breakthroughs with her like absolutely like complete turnaround and I was like okay like this is interesting so I started doing these like energy clearings on on people that I just like would intuitively felt um that they needed it um and then actually <laughs> wasn't until I did one for Cassie okay mm -hmm. so I'm sure most club creator. Know yeah. who Cassie is like shout out to her <laughs> yeah I ended up doing one for her and the difference that she felt was so drastic that without her even asking me, she went in her stories and told the whole world about it. Mm. So she's like, so she messages me later, hey, guess what? Like, this is going to be a new service that you're going to be offering because, like, people are going to go crazy. And I was like, what? So I feel like if she would have asked me permission, I would have said, like, no, because it's just something that's kind of, like, especially at the time, like, how are people going to, are people going to be open to this? Like mm -hmm. that sort of thing. So basically what I do is, um, I do like, I'm sure everyone's heard of like Reiki, um, you know, energy healing, that sort of thing. Um, so I start by going into each of the chakras. So I start with the crown chakra and then I make my way down. Mm -hmm. um through each of them and then at the end I do like a final energy clearing um and okay so I've noticed that in each so in each chakra I receive like there's it seems like there's a theme to what sort of information I'm going to pick up on and so how I do this is I'm like I don't even do these like in person. Like I literally just have a photo of the person. Mm -hmm. Like that's all I need from it. So we, there's no appointment, nothing like that. I just tune into their energy and connect with them the way I would with a spirit. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then I'm just paying attention to like all my clairs, what's coming in, in my own body, in my own mind. Um, so I'm able to pick up on like, um, thought patterns, um, the energy that's going on around them, um, emotional blocks, um, emotional wounds that really, um, like weigh heavy on them or, or are influencing their lives in some way. Um, I definitely pick up on a lot of like inner child, like that's how deep I go. I, I pick up on a lot of, um, uh, inner child wounds, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, and, and meanwhile, I also just channel like a ton of guidance and like tools that help 
them empower themselves and tools that they can use on their own self-healing journey. I'm very big on like, here you go. Like, I'm not going to do it for you. Like you, yeah. <laughs> like here's the tool so you can find that sense of like empowerment and you are like working on your stuff. Does that, does that make sense? It makes total sense. So you send like people a video of like you channeling the information. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> I, yeah. So I record the entire thing, uh, from start to finish. Um, and, um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, at the very end, I, I pull some cards just to channel like a little bit extra, um, messages and guidance for them. Um, so it's basically like, a energy clearing reading and like also they they get to take a bunch of tools and sometimes I'll share like visualizations for them to do um like things like that that they can take with them I hope I described it all no I love it because I've seen them like I've seen them be very popular because I've been following your Instagram now for like over a year I think and um yeah they come up really popular and I've always wanted one um and I will get one for sure I'm definitely going to be booking one because I'm like oh I'm so curious about that because I know when I'm in a session with somebody like because I I mainly am clairsentient right um, that was due to intention because I never trusted my clairvoyance and like with Lindsay I'm definitely working more on my clairaudience I'm working on my clairvoyance because right. I find it quite taxing on my body picking up all oh, the other physical so stuff taxing. right yes like, actually feeling Alzheimer's and like actually feeling a heart attack like it can be quite taxing on your nervous system and I need Definitely. a good nervous system to do this work so yeah. um, but when I'm sitting with somebody I'm able to kind of like feel if they're resonating with the information or not like my body yeah. goes cold and if it like goes like warm then I know it's like literally hot and cold it's so funny yeah. like this game I don't know it's kind of interesting so I'm always curious I'm like well I wonder if those energy scans are kind of like that but it's cool to know that you kind of connect in with the chakras um and so I want to talk about your book too because I'm almost done it like I've started reading it I purchased it as soon as it came oh out oh my god you did <laughs> of course girl I'm like I always support other women and whatever they're doing I'm like yeah I want to buy all the things I want to support you guys and it's a really good book and so it's called go heal yourself yes. and that's kind of like a theme that I've heard from you throughout this interview has been this real um, pure desire um, and willingness and eagerness to help other people heal. It sounds like you've gone through like quite your own healing journey and your beautiful perspective on it about how much growth you've received from it. Because a lot of people, it's very easy to stay in that victimhood. It's very easy to share your story and like live it um, continuously over. So um, yeah, it sounds like you're just like a natural healer. You just want to heal all the people. So tell me about the book and how people can buy it and what it's all about. Okay. Well, um, so yeah, my book is called go heal yourself and it's full of, um, tools and exercises for, um, basically doing like inner child work and, and bringing healing to your inner child to empower you as an adult. So I truly believe that, um, most people nowadays are, are walking around with a very wounded like child living inside of them. And this child is still making like, it's the foundation of who you are, right? What you went through. Yeah. Um, so they're the ones making a lot of the choices, decisions. They're the ones getting triggered, feeling insecure, that sort of thing. So for me, like as someone who um, experienced childhood sexual abuse, um, it's something that, um, so I experienced a lot of triggers, right. And just being incredibly insecure, um, 
and and growing up it's almost like it's something that it felt like um it was so much like a part of me still you know um it, i felt like i was just often reliving it and and uh, i never really got um the help on on how to overcome so much of that like the do you know what i mean like the triggers and and uh the anxiety and, and that sort of thing so um okay where am i going with this so you created the book to try to help others yes because so i created that because i did so much of my own inner child healing um, and I realized that that's where my healing needed to start was like back down to the childhood abuse that I experienced. And, and then I was kind of like able to, um, so, so many of the things that used to like control me or have power over me, it's like, I've been able to kind of take my power back by going down to the root of, of the wounds and, um, uh, and healing those uh, or just becoming even more aware. Like, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily believe that we're ever like truly healed beings. Yeah. It's like becoming aware of, okay, this is, this is coming up from this time in my life. So it's not actually something that, um, uh, how do you word that? Like, <laughs> why do I keep doing this? <laughs> Sorry. You know, because you've got four kids, girl. I'm like, I don't know about you, but I walk around work like, and I'm a smart person. I'm high up in my organization. I walk around like, what? And like, I always tell people I have postpartum dementia. I'm it's like, so true. I'm like, I swear I'm going to have postpartum dementia until I'm like 30, until they're 30. I'm way over 30. <laughs> so, you know, you're, don't be hard on yourself because you got four kids. I'm like, girl, I don't even know how you're standing up right now. <laughs> I know it's like oh, my brain just I just lose my train of thought so quickly except for when I'm channeling I feel like that's the only time I'm in flow yeah, I yeah. whatever spirit gives me when it comes to me just talking from my own self it's like damn it totally I get it I'm totally like that I'm hearing you and I'm like girl that is so me if you yeah. see me in the workplace I'm like uh, what oh did we talk God. about yesterday I'm like I have no idea yeah. did we meet yesterday <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, that's me. So but the Go Heal Yourself book is amazing. I want people to go check it out because, you know, I wasn't even aware of inner child stuff until last year. I was going through a lot and spirit, I was in the shower and spirit. <laughs> Best was, place to get down. I know. It is. And spirit was like, Danielle, take a seat. I always get that. Danielle, take a seat. And my seven year old self came up and uh, it was yeah. like this intense healing moment that I had addressing yeah. my seven-year-old self with what I know now. And it was a, a very healing experience wow. and it got me over my hump. So when I saw your book come out, I was like, wow, like people need to start reading stuff like this and having these kind of like conversations because there's a yeah. lot of wounds our inner child's hold. Um, and it's a really kind of like speedy healing process if I could say it without it sounding like it's a quick fix because it's not a quick fix right but you're right it does help you like this can save you years of therapy <laughs> I was just gonna I was just gonna say that I'm like am I allowed to say that yeah it's so true though if you if you take initiative and actually like work through what your younger self is needing and you know, it's like, they need that validation. They need to feel safe and secure. Mm -hmm. 
I, you just become so much more aware of your patterns yeah. of, um, of just things that often come up, even like your anxiety and, and when you start to feel depressed and things like that, it's like, if you go inward and kind of tune into like what your inner child is trying to tell you, like how they're feeling. Yeah. Um, I do feel like it makes a huge difference. And I've, I've been able to empower myself greatly from this work. So I know that it works. So basically what I did is I felt guided to channel this book. So most of that information is, is actually channeled. Um, I had to go back and reread and be like, okay, that's something that my own brain wouldn't have put together. <laughs> totally. So I know like a lot of that is from like the, the spirit world or like the, the angelic realm. And, um, yeah. And I'm just, I'm so grateful. So yeah, there's like different tools and exercises in there. There's even like a, a painting exercise Ooh. where you with your younger self. Um, it's, it's just all about getting out of your head and in, into your heart and like, like when a child paints, okay, they're not, um, like they just kind of go for it, right? They're, yeah. they're so innocent, imaginative, and, and they just kind of go for it. And, um, but we as adults, we have so, so much resistance and judgment on ourselves and we're so critical of ourselves. So it's like one of those things where you can really be mindful of that inner voice and how you kind of critique yourself or like, I don't know. It's an opportunity to just like let go and just see what happens. And yeah. Um, yeah. No, Building connection with them. <laughs> awesome. All right. So to wrap this up, how can people book an energy scan with you? What's your website? What's your social media? Like where do you hang out? Where can people find you? <laughs> so um, my website is my name, Natasha. My parents put an I in there um, to make it more complicated. <laughs> Yeah, so Natasha.net. Um, and basically everything can be can be found on there. All my offerings, my scheduler. Um, they can find me on Instagram. I'm Natasha.medium. Um, I love to hang out on there mostly, but I'm also on Facebook, um, Natasha Psychic Medium. And I think that's all right. And I'll have all this linked down in the show notes. People can just like quickly link to you and I'll just leave the last words to you. If you have a quote or a good piece of advice you want to give my listeners who are developing intuitives. Well, oh boy. <laughs> um, honestly, I think, I think I just want everyone to know that you have so much power inside of you. I lived most of my life, 90% of my life feeling completely powerless. Um, and then now I'm like, no, wait a second. Like I'm actually like a badass bitch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just I had to put some humor in there, but, um, yeah, basically everyone has their own gifts. They all have a purpose here. They all have their own abilities. And I just, I want people to like put more focus on nurturing themselves and like getting deeper in their own heart space because that's where your soul speaks to you and that's where all the magic happens. And, you know, everyone has something so special about them and, and I know that they can find that inside of themselves rather than looking so much outward because I feel like nowadays it's like everyone, we're always looking outward, right? Like in so much of what we're doing. So I love that. look inside of you because there's some magic in there. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Natasha, <laughs> so much for coming on Spirit School. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so grateful. Awesome.